You're listening to a podcast from the Cat. Sarah Darlington, ladies and gentlemen, has uh, received the British Empire Medal for her services to charity work. And we're going to find out all about that, if that's all right with you, Sarah. Now then, um, the Nanswich Crispy Hospital Support Group. Have I got that right? That's right, Dave. Yeah, if we'd, if we'd have known that we'd still be fundraising all these years later, we might have made a shorter name, but that is the full <laughs> name of the group. <laughs> you have just alluded to the fact that you've been going an awful long time and raised an awful lot of money. Um, just tell the listeners where it winds itself back to. How many years is that? I think it's 28 years this year, Dave, that we started. 28 um, but it, years. 28 years, which is aging me somewhat. <laughs> but it was um, really a group of friends set up by myself originally um, to raise money for the Christie. But it was meant to be a one-off. We just were going to have um, a dinner dance at the Civic Hall, a big party. We were all in our early 20s uh, and thought that was a, a good thing to do. Yeah. And we we're going to raise the money because my father, Tom, uh, had been a patient at the Christie and I wanted to give something back. Um, and a number of, the, of my friends wanted to help too. So it was really that simple. We were just going to have a big party, raise some money, and that was the end of it. Um, but a couple of years later, people were still talking about the party we'd had and what a great <laughs> night it was. <laughs> I kept saying, when are you doing another one, sir? Can't you do another one? So we did uh, two more over the next sort of seven years. Yeah. Um, and we'd raised in the end, I think, £37,000, which is huge for the money. Yeah. Um, um, but when we went to hand the, the money over the sort of after the third ball, we were taken around the Patterson Institute at the Christie. Okay. And they, purely to thank us for what we'd done, but they were talking about all the work they were doing and all the amazing, you know, discoveries they were on the verge of making. Um, and we all just walked out thinking we can't stop. We yeah. need to carry on. Yeah. Um, but we said, look, we can't, you know, doing a ball is quite a big undertaking or a dinner dance. So let's do smaller things. Let's have a quiz night, coffee morning. And I remember thinking at the time, I didn't say it out loud for fear of frightening my friends to death. I remember thinking if we could make £50,000, how would that, how, that would be incredible yep. in total. Um, but we never stopped. <laughs> so, so what, what kind of figure are you talking about after 28 years? I'm guessing that's quite a tidy sum. We have raised over £450,000. Wow. Wow. So we never set out to raise that, <laughs> you, um, but we've only really been able to do it. That's a bit like uh, it's a bit like Captain um, Sir Tom, isn't it? You know, he started off quite modest, and then the whole thing just snowballed. But that that's a remarkable figure, and all that's gone to uh, to Christie. Is that over in Manchester? Um, Sarah? It is, but the Christie Hospital covers a huge area. They go all up as far as Blackpool and down to Alsager. So it, all the people of Croydon Nantwich that. Um, need their help and assistance, um, you know, we get referred to the Christie. So whilst it's in Manchester, it actually covers a lot of the northwest. Oh, okay, um, and got you. Well, that, that's obviously testament to, to what you've done as a fundraiser. What, what was the process to get you this medal, Sarah? Who, who did somebody have to nominate you? Is that how it works? Yes, that's right. I mean, I knew nothing about it. It was a complete surprise to me. Um, the Christie Hospital actually nominated me. Did they? Um, right. But, you know, I very much, and I would like to say this, I very much accepted the award on behalf of my whole committee because I'm, I'm one of 11. So 
yeah, I have the, the title of chair, but I'm very much part of a big team. So, you know, I did accept it on behalf of the whole group, really. Oh, but lovely. they they nominated me. Yep. Um, and then I think the process is that they then take citations from people who have been involved. So people off my committee, local MP. Yeah. Um, and they contacted also people different parts of my life as well from my business. Uh, just to make sure that I wasn't doing something dodgy, I assume. <laughs> um, um, I, obviously, this is even they even checked my tax record, so I do pay my taxes. Good um, Excellent. Because they don't clearly don't want another um, Lester Piggott or kind of dodgy. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that uh, Sarah made it much more special that the that Christie's had actually nominated you. You know, it, the fact that the recipient of all your funds actually nominated you. How cool was that? Oh no, it was amazing. And it, it was such, obviously everyone's had such an awful, you know, 2020 has been such a terrible year for lots of people. Yep. Uh, but it was such a lovely phone call. Although there is a funny story in that I was sitting at work on my own one night quite late and the, my mobile rang and I didn't pick it up. I was busy, but I, I picked up the message and it was the, a lovely girl called Hannah from the cabinet office. And I'm thinking, well, why, why would the cabinet office be phoning me? <laughs> my phone's are back. And she said, well, it's just you've not replied to our email, Sarah. And I'm sort of, well, what email? I haven't had an email. Um, and rather than write letters because of COVID, they had emailed recipients and it was up to you to, re- to accept the award. Wow. And I had put the email into junk. <laughs> oh, dear. I had no idea. <laughs> so I had quite a surprise when she phoned me. Oh, wonderful. Now then, um, the medal itself. Um, I was lucky enough to speak to Graham Wisser. Uh, he's the uh, guy behind the Western Christmas lights. So I know it's not like uh, you open a, a, a jiffy bag and suddenly it's there through the post. There's a lot more yeah. elaborate things going to go on. And yeah. a bit like him, uh, COVID has intervened. So can you update us on how you might actually get that medal? When, 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 what's the procedure to do? Yeah, I don't have a date. I think, it, like Graham said before, it, it is different this year. I think the procedure is we've had a letter, both of us, from um, the Lord Lieutenant of Cheshire, uh, from his office. And when COVID allows, there will be a presentation. And Graham and I actually know each other, so we try and support his um, light display when we can. Right. Um, and we're both from a farming background, so we do. We said it would be how nice would it be that we got to go together oh, uh, yeah. to receive the award. That would be lovely. Um, and then hopefully we should also, at some point, have an invitation to a Buckingham Palace garden party, wow. which I would absolutely adore. <gasps> so sadly, it's been cancelled this year, but I'm just hoping that um, at some point in the future, they might backdate a few invites and we might get to go. Well, it'd give you a chance to save up for a posh hat, wouldn't it? For you? <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of time to diet as well, Dave. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. So, I, I mean... It's a wonderful achievement, and obviously, you. Um, you and your family and, and your supporters and all the committee and everything like that must be chuffed to bits. It, it, do you have to write something after your name now? Are you? Um, yeah, B-E-M? I actually should. Yes, um, yeah, that's right. It's it's B E M, so that would go on my passport or any any official documents. I'm not sure I'm going to use it in everyday life. <laughs> we see you a little <laughs> bit over the top, but. Yeah, obviously it's a, it's a massive honour. So, uh, uh, I, well, when the appropriate moment is, I will use it. I tell you what, Sarah, when you get that medal, that's got to be on your Zoom call. 
<laughs> You've got to wear that on your dress or around your neck or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I will. It's to be put somewhere very safe. <laughs> right. Um, now then. You've obviously got had a lot of support from the people in your group. What about yeah. the support from your family? Because I reckon um, amassing £450,000 eats into your daily um, time frame. Yeah. You, there's obviously sacrifices you and your family have made. What kind of support have you had from them? Are they right behind you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, obviously, from, from when we first started, my parents are very supportive. Um, my dad, particularly Tom, who, who was, uh, who had the most amazing character, Christian. I always say that I would never have had him for most of my life without them. So whatever, you know, I do for them isn't a patch on what they did for me because sure. they gave a little girl her dad. Yep. Um, so he was very proud of what we did and they had, we had lots of events at the family home. So, you know, they were very much involved in making food and parking cars and whatever needed doing. It was very much a, a, a Darlington family effort. Um, and the only bit of slight sort of tinge with sadness is that we lost dad in June 19. So right. he isn't here to see this award, but I'm sure he's looking down from wherever he is and, um, is because he'd have been really, really chuffed. So, right. and obviously my mum is delighted. That's lovely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Now then, you mentioned, uh, the name Darlington now and you just tiny little mention of your business. Um, I know because I've seen them on a shelf. Uh, in various outlets, that you are yes. the lady behind Mrs. Darlington's Jams. Am I right? Yes, that, that's right. Well, I'm actually Mrs. Darlington's daughter, so oh, right. the mum's still here. <laughs> and, and is that your mum who founded it all? It is my parents, Tom and okay. Marion, yes. Yes, right. they started the business, yeah. Fabulous stuff. And uh, from what I see, it's doing rather well. We have been incredibly fortunate the last year because obviously we're very aware that some businesses haven't been. Yeah. Um, the COVID pandemic seems to hit everybody in, in different ways. It was a little bit quiet for a few weeks and it just went absolutely bonkers. I think people are at home making lots of cakes and yep. wanting jam to put on their cakes. Sure. Um, I think people are making sandwiches for their lunch and want a bit of nice chutney or lemon curd for their toast in the morning. So yeah, we have been incredibly busy so uh, good for you it's been quite a year are they all like secret recipes are they is it made with the darlington finesse or a little little secret ingredient <laughs> they're definitely secret if i told you them dave i would have to kill you oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it there then let's leave it. what and, and i'm keen to ask you what's your favorite um is it conserve is that the right word for jams marmalades and yeah that's yeah, you conserve or preserve. We oh, usually right, okay. use them. They're so, interchangeable. So what's your favourite? My favourite is raspberry jam. That's what I have on my toast of the morning, or I'm quite partial to the marmalade with gin. <sighs> marmalade with gin? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Do you, are you um, raspberries? Are they, does it have to be seedless, or are you just bung it in no matter what? Bung it in no matter what. I quite, we do make a seedless raspberry jam for do those people that really don't like the seeds. Uh, but I prefer the straightforward, normal uh, variety. Fabulous stuff. Well, Sarah, it's been a pleasure to speak to you. Um, it's obviously thoroughly, thoroughly deserved. Is there anybody you'd like to say hello to um, just to acknowledge the fact that they've been a part of what's been going on for the last 28 years? I would love, Dave, to say a huge thank you to all my fabulous committee. Um, I'm sorry that we haven't been able to meet in person lately. Um, unfortunately, we haven't been able to have our events lately, so I'll 
Easter bingo night and quiz nights have had to be cancelled. And I'd like to say a, a bigger thank you to all the people of Crew and who have supported us. They've come to our events, they've put money in our buckets on Flag Day across the town centres and um, have always been there for us. And all the lovely local businesses that help us with raffle prizes and sponsorship. None of the money we've raised would have been possible without any of them. So this is a huge thank you and mention to everyone that's supported us locally. That's wonderfully eloquently put, uh, Sarah. That's 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 showing the pedigree of somebody who's just received um, a British Empire medal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and uh, continued right. success. Please do come back when things are when you're able to do some more fundraising. Will you come back and let us know what's going on? I would love to, Dave. We can let the local people know what they can come and support us at. Fabulous stuff. Now then, uh, we're going to play your play out of your little segment with another of your choices. We've already had Echo Beach. Um, do you a leaper break my heart? Any reason behind that? No, just one of my songs from last year. And I asked, I've got 15 year old children. I've got twins, Jack and Molly. And I asked them which songs this morning. And uh, that was one of their choices. Right. So I thought I'd give them one. Okay, so what's their name again? I've got twins there, Jack and Molly. Jack and Molly. So Jack and Molly, um, if we're not sure about this one and we don't like it, it's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sure it'll be wonderful. Sarah, thank you so much. And uh, like I say, please do stay in touch. We will. Thank you very much, Dave. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.